Here we are. What's going on, everybody? We back. Can we keep it real? Podcast. Cliff Fortin on tonight. Set the record straight. The untold truth. You know, um, it's been like a week since all this happened. But before we get into that, let me get that stopped. Before we get into that, I want to thank everybody that helps us make this possible. Big shout out to West Pennington and Rally Point. Excuse me, I just had to grab something. Uh, shout out to West Pennington and Rally Point. The only way to stand is together. Uh, Wes actually has a pretty good podcast that, that actually a very good podcast that he is doing now. Shout out to Mark Wright, Cowell Bank of Coastal Homes out in Westerly. A presidential award winner. We always support people that support youth sports. Uh, but we're going to bring Coach Fortin in right now. Coach, can you turn your phone sideways? There we go. You know, we get the landscape view. You know what I mean? Uh, we want you be on point tonight. What's going on? What's going on? How you been? All right, all right. How's everybody? Just uh, let me know y'all got sound out there. Definitely share this stream. Share the stream. And don't forget, coming up, we're going to have the top 10 coaches. I got like 50 people that actually participated in this, sent me in their top 10s. I actually can't wait. That's going to be next Thursday with Uncle Felix, Big Dog Felix Fernandez from Rhode Island, ranked. He was on last season. He's actually going to come back this season and do it all again. Coach, man, uh, I still call you. You know what I mean? You're always coach. Uh, what's going on? Ah, you know, just a uh, couple of shocking moments. Um, and and here we are to uh, hear the truth. Yeah, the truth, the truth. The truth will set you free. <laughs> you know, uh, shout out to you. I reached out to your school department, I reached out to the superintendent, and uh, they were they were very, very quiet. You know, um, I was hoping that they would come on, um, and, if, you know, and they're still welcome to come on, you know, if they want to after tonight. <laughs> they might, but, uh, but anyway, um, shout out to you and everything you did. I've been hearing a lot of good things, you know, the community backs you, but like anything else, rumors get circulating. You heard a lot of things going on, and uh, Salute Emerson came on the other day, and he talked very highly about you, very highly about your wife. He mentioned what the wives do in this thing of ours, you know, the the coaches, what the wives have to go through, and um, so this not only affects you, it, it affects your family, Um, but speak to me. What's up? Yeah, so, you know, I heard Emerson, uh, he's absolutely right, you know, it, it's just not just the coach, it, it's everybody um, that's involved, and, you know, you probably won't hear from the, from the school committee, or you won't hear from the school, because um, as the narratives went, as some people lied about what happened, um, I started defending myself, which, I guess in Rhode Island, not too many people uh, do that and uh, a lot of people don't understand who I am so I just don't let uh, things go I may not go on social media and blast people I just do a lot of things behind the scenes so every allegation I make sure I had an answer for and now you know now they're hiding now that now no one has anything to say because um, here I am so the school calls you I mean first the 
you came on three seasons ago, right? Um, we talked about it. EWG was like down like the sixth worst team in in the nation. Um, kids like you, parents always liked you. You know, let's fast forward three years later. You're in the Super Bowl. Coach of the year, they call you fired or forced resignation, basically. So, yeah, let's, so let's let's get right into it. Um, I, I'm pretty sure a lot of people uh, are interested in, in, in hearing, hearing what happened. So I get a phone call and uh, was asked to to come meet the uh, the principal, which that's kind of an unusual thing. You normally meet with the AD, but I made arrangements. I went down there and, um, you know, to, to my surprise, it was more like a, a, of an ambush. And, you know, there was no transparency. There was no, there was nothing. It was, this is what we heard about you. These are the things that you did. Um, we're suggesting that you, um, you resign. I, I did ask if I could uh, have the opportunity to answer these allegations, an opportunity to defend myself, because I don't know what's being said. This is all new to me. And um, she gave me a suggestion to, uh, to resign. If not, I'm going to be fired. So I was threatened to actually resign. And um, she also wanted me to lie to the community and say that I, I resigned. The reason why I was resigning, her, just, her suggestion was I took the team as far as I could take it. I want to go on to bigger and better things. And I told us that no one's going to believe that we, we just had a banquet and like a few days earlier and I kind of spread out, kind of came out with the events, timelines of what we're going to do. And she said, Oh no, you, you just tell them that they'll, they'll, they'll understand. No, they won't. And I'm not going, I'm not going to lie. You know, I'm going to, I have some integrity. I'm not resigning. You're forcing me to resign. So um, that was it. She had uh, a one sentence, uh, resume and she said sign here or I'm getting fired so I had to make a, a, a quick decision she wouldn't let me she wouldn't give me the 24 hours so I left and um, here we are now alright let's stop there for a minute Um, a question that a lot of people say why did you if if you feel so strongly about this why did, did you just give in and say you know what I'm not going to sign it do what you got to do why did you not fight right away for your if you felt that they were doing you wrong, that was something that, so we'll just, that's know. a great question. And, um, going back on it now, maybe I, I should have just said, do what you got to do and leave. I had to make a bad decision out of a worse situation. Um, I, it's not easy to, to go back to coaching when you're fired. And I had to look at the future and say, well, you know, that does sound better than, you know, I resign sounds better than I'm fired, but, I was forced to, I was forced. So I, I just, you know, at that moment, I wasn't really thinking and as much as I should. And, um, you know, if I can go back, I would, but you know, I, here I am and, you know, I got more information of what happened and, uh, I'm ready to tell it. You know, like I said, uh, the football community was kind of shocked by it. Uh, the coaching community backs you up. Um, what reasons did they give you? All right. So what they said was I violated the interscholastic league rules. Um, parents complained about uh, you know language during practice. 
and uh, treatment of, of the players. None of it made sense to me. None of it made sense to anybody. So that that got me off shot, you know, took me for a surprise. I, I won't lie, I was a little emotional and uh, just wanted to get out of there because that, that was just a, a bunch of lies. So, um, you know, I know everybody was waiting for me to come out and, and say my half, but um, I wanted the dust to settle. And, you know, I wanted the dust to settle because I wanted all the narratives to go out there. I wanted all the lies to go out there. I wanted all the clowns to sit there and just say stuff that's just not true. So when I come up here and tell you the truth, they look even worse. And um, that's why I waited a week. I wanted to get all my ducks in a row. I wanted to get the right information. And um, I may have to make phone calls on my own. And uh, the, the truth is going to shock a few people. I mean, you was actually, you know what, and um, a good point was brought up, and I was going to mention that to you also, you know, forced to resign or get fired, and a lot of people don't want to get fired because you don't want to have that on your resume. You you want to be a coach again, and we all know how how it goes in this football community. You know, that, that really that hurts, Jacob you know. Like, but it also that. leads right down to a lot of speculation that, uh, well, this guy is coach of the year. He won the Super Bowl. <clears throat> He's the only succeed in the history of RIIL to ever bring a team. And all his players also – a part of that history as well. You know, you guys were the only six seed to go to a Super Bowl in the history of the Rhode Island Interscholastic League. Yeah. Um, first, I think Jake, was that Jacob Clausen up there? Uh, you know, there he is. Jacob, you know, I love you too. Um, what a great kid, uh, a young man, I should say. Uh, I, I have a great opportunity and honor to coach him. Always led the state of Rhode Island in sacks. Um, he, he's a good kid. I'm glad to say, I'm glad to, uh, to hear him up on here. You know, thank you for the love. Um, so, you know, I'm going to get right into it because that's what everybody wants. So first I want to say, Mikey, thank you. Um, you know, thank you for having this platform for all the coaches throughout Rhode Island. You know, when accusations happen and lies are, are spread, what happens, you know, before we have this platform is, you would have to try to defend yourself to individuals. And by then it's a little too late. So we're able to come on here and, you know, speak the truth, have the coaches, you know, talk to one another and talk to the community. So first I want to say, you know, thank you for having this platform. We all appreciate it. Um, the second thing I want to say is that I, I you know, um, I'm humble. You know, I want to thank every coach that reached out to me, whether they emailed me, text me, called me, um, I, I'm very, I'm very humble about that. I did not understand. I did not get, you know, how many people would actually reach out. Um, you know, I'm kind of a little emotional about it right now because, um, you know, I've only been a coach, a head coach for, for three years. I didn't know this many people knew me. I knew of them. I'm pretty sure they know of me, but to hear the kind words, the mutual respect, you know, that's, that's just amazing. And, um, you know, kudos and, and thank you to all them coaches. So the first, the first, the first accusation I want to I want to address is violating the Rhode Island and the Scholastic League. Okay, so they lied, plain and simple. They lied to me. They lied to everybody. The clowns that went around and, and started that rumor, they don't know what they're talking about. And here's the reason why I personally called the Rhode Island in the Scholastic League on Thursday. 
I didn't hide behind a computer. I didn't hide behind a phone. I told them exactly who I was. I told them the events that took place, and this is what took place. I put out a post that I'm doing private training. I opened it up to anybody who was interested in doing so. I had a parent contact me asking if I would train his kid. I said, absolutely. He happened to be on my team. I said, let me get, let me set the record straight. I am going to teach ton of um, techniques and fundamentals at no, uh, in no way, shape or form is this going to allow him to be a starter. That's not what this is about. This is about train, getting some extra training through the season. Uh, the father understood that. The kid understood that. So we had several uh, training um, uh, days, and you know it worked out very well. The complaints that came from you know my some of my assistant coaches and for some parents um, ab about that private training was trying to blame me. You for, said it. You said uh, wait a minute. Back up. You said complaints from your assistant coaches. Yeah, I had two assistant coaches that uh, met with the principal behind my back and uh, said some negative things about me. That was also on top of uh, some of the parents. And, and we're going to get to them, too. Um, so, you know, the funny thing is uh, one of the coaches that were um, complaining about me doing private training, complaining about the things that I wasn't doing well, was also at the private training. Uh you know, uh, and, and that was kind of surprising that he would complain about something that he was there. You know, Brian Roberts w was with me and um, had his kid go there, had a couple of other kids there to, to get better, to enhance his own kid, to enhance the other kids as well. So to hear the complaint, um, you know, it, it was uh, it was overwhelming. I was kind of shocked by it hearing from a parent who, you know, and I won't address the parent's name, but hearing from a parent who complained that that player was getting an unfair advantage. Um, and I told that parent, you're more than welcome to do the same thing. And he said, well, if I pay you, my son's starting. I said, well, then you're not going to pay me. He goes, the only way I pay you is if you tell me my son is going to start. And um, that's why I didn't train this kid. So, um, that, that was a, another shocker. And that parent is one of them who, who complained that another kid was, was receiving training. Another kid was doing private training with me, but he forgot to tell everybody else that if he, if he paid me, he wanted me to uh, guarantee his son will start at, at, at a quarterback position. And uh, I refused to do that. And so I didn't take him on as a client. So back to calling the Rhode Island Interscholastic League, that's exactly what I told them. They told me, Mr. Fulton, in no way, shape, or form did you violate any uh, any rules. It's, a, it's not a fireable offense, and you did nothing wrong. I asked them to clarify that one, one more time to make sure my hearing is correct. I am getting a little older. And uh, he said, you didn't violate any rules. Matter of fact, your school didn't even call us regarding this. He said, so I wish you the best of luck, but um, you did nothing wrong. So that should take care of the uh, violation of the Rhode Island Interscholastic League. Because I looked around, I looked through the rules, and um, there the are no rules. One thing um, that, uh, 
is was it in season? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Then it's completely legal. Um, yeah. But they know, did you know, another sports softball. They, it's done constantly. That's what um, they said. That's what they said. AAU basketball. It's done within, you know, done within the season. So um, that that's what goes on. And, um, you know, that's the truth of the matter. So if anybody has any questions about it, they can definitely call the Rhode Island Anoscholastic League. They can use this podcast as, hey, this is what, you know, Coach Fortin said. And they'll be more than happy to to address that, their questions, and tell them the same exact thing that they told me. I mean, uh, it sucks the position you're in at this point, you know. Uh, That's so a tough where, situation. where do we stand right now? Uh, right now, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm just, you know, I, what I wanted to do is, like I said, I wanted the dust to settle, and I wanted all the stuff to go out there and – let people say what they wanted so I can come up here and defend myself. You know, another, another um, complaint was the way kids were being treated on the practice field. Uh, that's what the principal also said. And um, I urged them to talk to Michael DePetro. He's one of the parents that was, I believe, at like about 95% of my practices uh, for the past two years. He did contact the school and told them. You know, as a matter of fact, he called me a little soft. So, um, but there was no, there was no ill will. There was no talking bad about the players. There was no uh, any anything that would be bad um, towards any of the players. He did say that to to the to the administration. And- this is what Michael DePietro had to say. It is shocking. The EWG Proud team was no different than most teams as far as parents having things to say about how a coach coaches when it comes to their kids. I went to 80% of practices and never seen, heard, or even felt any resentment towards him other than the normal stuff. Most players loved him. I don't think his coaching would have resulted in a firing. And that's that's a parent that's been there uh, for two years. Um, So if that was – if I was, you know, bad or – was what was uh, accused? I was accused of. He'd be the first one to agree with them because he's on the practice field, and um, you know, some some people some people uh, forgot to do their homework. Some people just must, must have thought that we're going to say what we're going to say, and he's going to lay down. But they don't know who they're dealing with. They forgot who I am, and I'm here to to let everybody know. Here's the truth, and it, and it's not about coaching football. It's not about my job. It's about right or wrong. You know, I, I, I'm a man of integrity, honor, and character. Anybody who knows me knows that. I'm not coming up here, you know, saying, oh, why me? No, I'm, I'm here to face the facts. I'm here to tell you the facts. And, I, you know, I challenge anybody to do something different. Michael DePietro went on to say, for the school or the administration to put it on the parents without saying real reasons that justifies firing doesn't seem right. It's a cop-out. Why would they want him out? After where he has brought them, it doesn't make sense. What are the real reasons? I wonder. And people have reached. I reached out to the superintendent several times. Um, other people reach out as well. Well, you know what happens. You know, and this is this is a great platform to educate every every coach out there. You know, I've been coaching for a long time. I never had to deal with. Uh, parents talking bad and, and wanting their kid to be a starter or want their kid to get more playing time. 
and then have your assistant coaches talk to them and create a bad narrative. And this is the first time it's happened. And to be honest, I, I was warned. And, you know, and I don't know if they understood that they were being fired at the end of the year. Maybe they caught wind of it from some of the meetings that we did have. But um, it was shocking. And, um, you know, I, I urge every every coach to be aware of, of these type of coaches. You know, when when you bring on coaches to to join your staff, you expect loyalty, you, you expect transparency and you expect them to do their job. What you don't expect them to do is think that they can do a better job than you. Go to parents and talk bad about you, make up stories and lie, like Tyler, like um, like Wally Stanton and uh, Jake and um, Bryant Roberts did. They joined a couple of the parents who have a gripe. They have a gripe. So you know, if you look at them and go, well, why would they do it? You know, they're not really you know high school coaching material. What was their agenda? And let's get into that agenda. And, and this is going to shock a few people. So let's get into Wally um, and, and why he was upset. He was mad because he wanted his son to be a starting running back or a tight end. We don't have a tight end package. We do a little bit, but we're more of a two split end uh, system. But he wanted his son to be the starting running back over the two that we had. He kept saying that he, you know, his son's better than they are. And I just disagreed. As a matter of fact, all the coaches disagreed, uh, except for him. So he he was uh, uh, um, a little uh, upset about that. He was really upset at the fact that his son uh, didn't make first team all division, but he wasn't happy enough that his son made second team all division. So that really didn't sit well with him. Um, you know, he we go back, we went back and forth on text messages regarding that, how upset he was uh, about that. And since that happened, we really weren't as tight so you know what that old saying is i wish i knew then what i know now and things would be a, a lot different but you know there is his agenda and it, it's a shame that you know he'll, he took it that far he went by my hat my behind my back and did that and joined the pirate and it was funny because the pirate that was complaining i gave him an opportunity to say hey did you take part in this he said no and you know, you wait, you wait a week. Rhode Island's very small, and, and you find out differently. The uh, the other agenda with uh, Brian Roberts, um, you know, it, it's that th this one will be a little funnier because why is he upset? His son plays at a position that you know he did like. So what what could what grape could he have? Well, the biggest grape that he had is he wanted his older son to play uh, during the playoffs. Not during the season, just during, just when we made the playoffs. He wanted me to manipulate the Rhode Island Interscholastic League practice rules. He wanted me to lie and manipulate information to my AD to allow his son to join uh, our team while we were in the playoffs. And, and I wouldn't do it. I said, no, that's, that's not what you do. It's a, number one, it's against the rules. And number two, it's, it's just fundamentally not right. You know, this team busted their butt to get where they are they you know they they bled they sweat they sacrificed it's not right that your son is able to just come here for the playoffs and enjoy that when he didn't have to uh sacrifice and put in the work and you know so there, there was his agenda he was very very upset um his text messages will say that clearly and you know again after that he was a different person again i didn't see 
I didn't see it. I was too busy, you know, coaching up a team. So as you look back, you sit back for a week, you reflect and and you ask, why, why would this be done? And uh, you start writing on, hang on a minute. I just had to kick a user out only because it was like a fake, it was a fake account. You know, we ain't going to have that. If you want to come in and I could see everybody that watches. So Uh, I ain't going to have no fake accounts. It was uh, smelly Clifford was actually the account, but um, they're out of here. Go ahead. Yeah, it's, it's, again, see, it's it's probably the 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 clowns and 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 people like that who do that. They hide behind a computer. They hide, you know, they in the dark trying to tell lies. And here I am, you know. Um, and I challenge them. You know, I'm here. Come, you can come to my house. You know, we we can have a conversation face to face. We can come on this podcast. We can debate stuff. Um, I've got nothing to hide. I've I'm here. Uh, they have something to hide because they're wrong, they're liars, and and they're frauds. So, you know, you know, and they're known now. Now they're known throughout the state of Rhode Island, and I know every coach will never hire them because of what they are. And um, you know, they'll they'll try to get their friend in over at EWG. That's the rumor, or you know, they'll try to hook on with something else. But this is very important for me to learn of when next time I become a head coach, uh, to who I bring on my staff. So I am going to take this as a, um, as a life, as a life lesson and, and, and lesson learned not to have daddy coaches on my coaching staff and to get people with more experience. Um, you know, they, they just, they, they, you know, they coach youth, um, and they didn't understand what high school football was really about. So, um, but, you know, you, you can just see, you know, from the state of Rhode Island, everybody who's been contacting you, a lot of people did warn me about them. And um, I'm normally a good judge of character, but I was fired at the end of the year because I started seeing uh, what everybody was pointing out. I just did it too late. And, you know, and that's what happens. So it, it's it's a terrible thing. EWG, you know, I, I wish the kids uh, – the best of luck. I wish the parents the best, the best of luck. You know, I, I will say them kids really worked hard for me. And uh, the parents did a wonderful job, you know, the time that I was there, you know, keeping up with tradition, supporting the program, being at the games, um, you know, and, and I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful for my experience. Now, you had some parents. Um, I didn't really go get a whole bunch of messages, but um... – this was one I, I, and you could tell by the messages from a team that you have played. I have to say, after watching Coach Four and at the games this year, a lot of respect for him, too. Uh, let's just go over some of these. All right, we already seen that one. Um, what a fantastic coach. Thank you for all your hard work and leading this team to a Super Bowl. So grateful my son had the opportunity to have Cliff as a coach. We went above and beyond and helped my boy turn into a man. Cheer to you, coach. I am forever grateful for the life-changing opportunities you gave to my son. Thank you for a great season. Um, most EWG parents are clueless when it comes to sports. They could have Belichick coaching football, Phil Jackson coaching <laughs> basketball, Claude Julian at hockey. Mike Presler at lacrosse, and all of these guys would get fired. I'm so glad to know I'm going to be part of that community association. You know, so, you know, a lot of parents um, had a lot of good things to say about you. And Michael DiPietro, 
as well. Um, he always kept it real. When he had a few issues, you, you know, he, he would tell you, you know. Um, I respect Michael DiPietro. You, you know, he would send me texts. He would send me um, he would send me emails. Uh, the short ones I was able to uh, reply to. Sometimes he's long-winded and, and I couldn't reply. But um, I, I enjoyed it. He, even, he asked me if it was okay and I, I welcomed it. Uh, is that uh, who's that? Joanne, uh, John, uh, James Johannes's mom. Uh, I'm gonna miss you too. You know, thank you for the love and the support. Um, you know, so I, I did. I, I did like what DePietro, you know, Mr. DePietro did. He came to the practices. You know, he asked about it. I said, sure. I got nothing to hide. Uh, come to the practices and um, enjoy it. You know, get get a different perspective. And when I listen to parents, and especially him, he he would question some of my decision makings. And, uh, you know, basically call me a hothead sometimes, which is, which is true. But, um, you know, I respected his, you know, his, his um, mm -hmm. observation. And um, it's a shame that a lot of people didn't go to him and ask the one person that was at the practices. Salute to you, Coach. Uh, I appreciate everything that you're doing. And another one. Thanks, Coach. We support you. Um, you are nothing but respectful to us. And our son, we gave you so much of your time. We realized a tremendous commitment. It is. Uh, Angela Slit, uh, thank you very much. Um, her son, Noah, is, is a great, great kid uh, from Prout. Um, was able to, you know, handle his homework, being able to travel back and forth. The parents did a wonderful job of getting kids back and forth to practice. So um, it, it, it's, you know, it's great to hear some of the parents um, say these things because it, it goes against the narrative that my assistant coaches, uh, my old assistant coaches and some of the parents said about me. And it's a true testament of what I've done for that community. And uh, I appreciate, you know, the great words. Thank you. You know, and people are going to come and say, uh, I have a lot of concern about how this went down. I'm the president of the Youth League and respect Cliff for his work. My son and a bunch of his friends will be going in a couple of years in this community and lack push for the sport. Great academics, but sports are not regarded enough in this town. It's an uphill battle. You know, it is. You know, that's uh, that, that's um, you know, Mr. Prescott. He handles all the video uh, for football, does all the highlights. Does an amazing job. Um, two camera shoots. We couldn't uh, uh, have done half the things that we were oh, yeah, able great to do. Film. Yeah, yeah I, great I film. probably the best film in the state of Rhode Island. He does a he does an amazing job. Not only does he do film, he brings in two cameras. He does highlights for the kids. He does uh, all our game highlights every week. Um, you know, wherever I go, um, you know, I'm gonna ask him to. I'm gonna ask that team if I can take him with me. Now, you're definitely going to have people on here that are going to disagree with what you say, but you have a lot of supporters, and uh, we appreciate everything you did for the team. My son said nothing but wonderful things about you and your coaching. For a first-time playing sophomore, you really took the time to turn him into a hell of a player. And while – hold on, Coach, before you say anything, I heard of another coach that – played a JV game against you, um, Nord Smithfield, uh, Coach Piva, shout out to him. And he was so surprised that you travel with the JV team. Yeah, so let me let me answer uh, Mrs. Green. Um, 
her her son is, is a sophomore, and they they call him the Green Machine. Uh, sophomore, first time I had him, unbelievable uh, kid, respectful, just wanted to learn how to play the game of football. And I'll tell you, I I see nothing but good things about him. You know, I you know I know I'm not at AWG, but there's gonna be some kids there, some top to top level talent that will be able to carry this program forward and uh he's gonna be uh he's gonna be one of the reasons why uh that that's taking place so and you know um when i see the tv play you know whether they're at home whether they're away you know i I feel i want to be there i want to support the tv team i want to support the young freshmen and sophomores when they look over their shoulder i want them to know Wow, my head coach took the time to, to to come to our game. I don't miss their games, um, unless if there's a, a reason to. So, but uh, yeah, no, we went down to North Smithfield, and and you know, and thanks to Coach Potter for uh, allowing that to happen. And, and I was able to you know see these kids. We don't have a big squad, so to get JV games on top of varsity games, get these young kids some uh, playing experience is uh, is a wonderful thing. It was a great atmosphere, and it was a good game down in North Smithfield. And, um, you know, people are going to go with the narrative say, you know, I did this for you. And last night, Coach Goodhart was on here, and uh, he told the story that, you know, I didn't even know them guys over there. And they went through a similar situation where the whole staff was uh, was being fired by uh, Mrs. Cucumber. Um over there at Coventry High School. And, um, you know, I spoke up for them. I did the podcast about them, and um, it saved that whole staff's job, you know. And and that ain't my story. That's someone else's story. So I'm not even bragging about myself. But this is what I want to be here for. I want to talk about the things that other people don't talk about. You know, we're in a new era now. You know, um, I'm respectful to all the coaches that I talk to, and I back up. Any coach that comes on my platform, anyone that supports me, I've been doing this six years, people. Like, I came a long way from doing it with a cell phone to invest in mm-hmm. my life. You know what I mean? It's just, it's a lot of work. You know, a lot of people don't, you know, it's so I salute guys like you, but I didn't do this for Coach Vaughn because he's my friend. I did it because, you know, it's the right thing to do, just like I did it for Coventry, just like I stepped up for, for little Colin when he had the situation in Cumberland. You, you know, you're going to ban a six-year-old kid. Like, I'm doing it for situations like that. So um, I don't want anybody to try to come with the narrative to say that I did this for a particular reason. You know, you're always going to get that. You know, in, in coaching, one thing that I did learn is I'm not going to make everybody happy. Um as long as, you know, I, I teach these kids and, and they learn something, they, they learn something on and off the field, they could take things, you know, to, to uh, the next level or whether it's the working field, the military or the, um, uh, of the highest level of college. And, uh, and for the most part, you can see on here, a lot of kids, some of my past players who, who came on here and, and uh, are saying good things. So, you know, that's, that's what's important to me. I don't, I don't, um, the guys who talk bad about me, there's a reason why, you, you know, you go back to old school, you know, they want to be me, you know, they can't even be themselves good enough. So they want to try to be me when you're on top, they try to knock you down. And, you know, when you go around people's backs, instead of coming to me and saying, Hey, what is your, what is your issue? Um, 
they they you know they're snakes. They they hide in in the in the backfield and they do things that are just not you know not correct. And any coach that takes this position, if they don't know them, um, I, I urge them to re to really think about you know this podcast because if you don't know the, the coaches that you are bringing on, I suggest you do a thorough background and and understand who they are and what they do and why they do it. You know, we I, I found out the hard way. You know, they had personal agendas, and I wasn't going to push it. And you know, did, did it cost me my job? Uh, absolutely, but it didn't cost me my integrity or my character. So, now Coach Piva said that you're you're a good dude. He said I like coaches who are all in, and we had a great night and got great work in that night with the younger guys. Uh, mm-hmm. Always welcome in North Smithfield, and uh, boys in North Smithfield, get out there and play some football, man. Um, get out there. I don't they want definitely to need 14, guys to play football. Seniors, you guys are all responsible for not one, but two. Go out there and get two players, every senior. But uh, shout out to Coach Piver. And before I get too much ahead of myself, man, shout out to Adam. His son's going to college. That's what's up, you know. A uh, great, great football player over there. Oh, Matthias, man. Uh, but he said, I've seen his players after the game. No one had ever had a bad word to say, not to mention how they held themselves accountable always. They were nothing but respectful. Always shook our boys' hands and congratulated them and wished them luck. That is taught taught by an excellent, upstanding coach. That is absolutely insane. Um, so shout out. Shout out to Adam. Shout out to Matthias. You know, good luck in college this season. You know, and he, you, you and him spoke a few times. You know, I, I, I you know, some. I, I love that dude. I love his passion on the sideline. Um, he, he's wonderful. He's, you know, he pumps me up. I see him walking up and down uh, that sideline, just, just pumping up the crowd, pumping up his players. Uh, I respect that. I love that stuff. Um, and you know, any t- any t- time I. I you know, play Ponygansen or scouted them. I, you know, I made it a point to go see that man. Even after the Super Bowl, we lost, and I had to see him and and give him a hug and and uh, have a couple of words with him. He's he's a great human being, and and I'm glad that I met him. I'm glad that we're you know we're friends on Facebook, and and one day him and I need to go out and get a couple of beers. He's he's a really genuine dude. And then um. Back to Prescott, he said, thanks for the shout-out. We had big plans this season, and it's sad to see how things were just thrown out the window. I will be writing a letter to the administration about the future EWG sports and the direction it's going. There is a lot of great athletes in the program and coming up. And if I could cut in there, I sent him a couple emails, asked him if he had any, even if he returned one of the emails, um, or asked him if he had anything to say about this or if he was even – aware about this but it's sad because it seems like ewg just has a history of getting rid of good coaches like have they not had a, a great great coach since what was it maybe um mattel um a long time ago you know but um yeah i know to to go off of what um prescott just said you know i'm leaving a championship team you know we we knocked on the door and you know this was this was the the Super Bowl. Like this this upcoming year 
we should be winning. You know, our thoughts and our philosophy is we should win the Super Bowl. You know, but now I'm not there, so it's going to be the best players on that team that's going to have to step up. You know, Jared Zuckerberg is really, you know, is really going to have to to take the lead on that. Uh, and, you know, Jonathan Plowman, um, the, them two guys are going to uh, Todd Schofield. Um, Noah Slit, you know, these are the guys that are really going to have to get this team together. They're the best on the, on the football team and, and really move, move, move this program to that one step that it's got to, you know, it, it needs to be. And these younger players like Green and, and Spira, I mean, he was a freshman playing, you know, starting at the center spot. James Johannes is just getting his feet wet. So yeah, I'm excited to see uh, the outcome and, and what happens um, I, you know, my heart's going to be there. Uh, I'm going to be rooting for EWG, and um, it's going to be interesting to see like, these younger players that that play JV. Are they able to, um, you know, be led by uh, you know the the guys that I just mentioned? So, you know, they're they're in good hands. Whoever takes it over, um, you know, don't mess it up. You know, you got a championship team. You can't ask for anything better than that. And um, you know, we'll, we'll see what we'll see what happens. You know. The assistant coaches, if they're there, you know, if you think you could do better and, you know, and, and prove it. There you go. You a lot Next of work to do year. over there. Huh? You lost, uh, you lost a, a good amount of, of kids this year. And, yeah. and I was reading, uh, you know, um, I was doing some research for the show. And, um, and after the kids all signed this season, I know they all pretty much have similar to letters of intent. It would be eight players in – three seasons that went to college under that yeah. from your teams. Yeah. I was fortunate and in order to coach up some, some good, you know, good players. And, um, you know, I, I don't take all the credit, you know, they're the athletes. They put the work in. I just, you know, put them on the right path. And, um, and, and I'm, um, you know, I'm excited, to, you know, I'm excited for them. And it's it's great to see them playing, you know, NCAA football and hearing the coaches, you know, I was talking to Ryan, you know, about Malachi and he's doing a great job. So it's, it's wonderful to see that and to hear about that. And he's representing EWG, you know, the correct way. And we'll, we'll see how everything else turns out with the other players. And, um, you know that that's the exciting part is, is is helping other players get to that next level. Yeah, shout out to Ryan, always working. I think he got a player from West Warwick. I don't think I can mention his name yet, but um, shout yeah. out to him. That dude is always working. But there's one off the boards in West Warwick, fellas. Uh, you better catch up because uh, he's definitely ahead of everybody in this area. And um, like, and I don't know if coaches really uh. Like, if you think about this, like, you have a NCAA recruiter in your stands, you know, talking about, like, and he goes to a lot of these games. Like, how many schools can say, and not for none, but you know what? If you look on his finger, there is a championship ring, or there will be. Um, and they get a good shot to to run it, you know, to have another great season. Um, UMass Dotman's doing a lot of great work, and um, we don't really hear about them having 25 kids so salute to coach mccormick absolutely guys always working hard so coach where do you uh where does where do you go from here um you know again i'm blessed oh one second uh 
Do you know if whether Prout was allowed to weigh in on a decision or was this made just by EWG? Decision was made by just EWG, the principal. And um, she she laid down the, the final decision based off of um, lies from my two assistants and a couple of parents. And uh, speaking of the coach, um, after you were basically forced to resign, it became public. Did your assistants or staff reach out? If so, who did and who didn't? This is very interesting. Okay, so all right, so let let we'll I'll answer that question. Um, coach Ty is um, he's he, he was a first year coach for me. He kind of. He's the type that's just, he just dwindled away. I didn't hear from him. Um, he's more of the Prout guy. He did uh, step down just this past year. So he was going to come back as a volunteer basis, but I had a feeling I wouldn't hear from him. Um, I did hear from uh, from Coach Stevie, uh, for, you know, alumni from EWG who wanted to give back and was hoping I'd give him the opportunity. He did an amazing job. So I did hear from him. Um, I heard from uh, Coach Hayden. Uh, matter of fact, uh, Coach Hayden also resigned from EWG uh, based off of, of the bad accusations and not having the backing of me. So he he um, he resigned. He reached out to me. Coach Senior, him and I have been having lengthy conversations. He reached out to me. Um, the two who did not was uh, Brian uh, Brian Roberts and uh, Walter Stanton. I mean, I, I did reach out to um, actually them two coaches because I I knew of them being on your your staff, and I really didn't really know Ty's name. So, and I asked them if um if they had a comment about their coach being being fired, and uh, I didn't really hear from either one of them. And I was hoping they called because I really wanted to hear what what they basically had to say. Um, but I didn't hear from them, and I really didn't know other coaches on your staff. So, but I did reach out to the superintendent. Um, I know the athletic director has said to parents that uh, you violated RIIL rules. Um, there is, I know that didn't happen because I actually uh, looked looked into it, and as far as I know, you didn't violate any RIIL rules. And no, and that's uh, one of the reasons why I called them is, is to again when people make bad accusations, especially towards me, um, I go get the answer. That's just that was instilled, you know, in, in, in me from my parents, from my mother. If you know, if you're wrong, if I was wrong, if I did violate, if I did any of these things, okay, uh, I have to hold myself accountable and I'll deal with the consequences. That's what I tell my players. That's what I tell my own kids. If you do something wrong. Two things that have to take place. Number one, hold yourself accountable and take take the consequences. And number two, learn from that. And I have no problem being wrong. I'm not right all the time, but I felt I was right. I let the dust settle. I made some phone calls, and uh, I was right. And all the people who said that I violated something, all the the guys in, in the background who told other parents, oh, my God, he's violating what he did was wrong, Um they lied to you and for all the parents at EWG and, and I know they all, you know, everybody talks, it's a small community. You were lied to by two guys that had an agenda and you do what you want with that. I don't tell anybody what to do, but that speaks volumes of their, of their character. It speaks volume of who they are as, as a, as a human being. And um, that will stay with them because we have this platform.
Thank you. Thanks. Salute to Coach B-Ball. Did you see him throw that pass to uh to Cup over there during that parade? Yeah, ball? you know, I, I was I was talking to him. You know, I I saw the parade. I sent him a couple of things, thinking of him, and I knew he went out there. You know, appreciate you know appreciate what he's saying. Thanks, I should have downloaded that video. <laughs> yeah. Now, you know, so I had a great opportunity of meeting Charlie at the uh, New England Football Clinic. And uh, him and I clicked right away. We started talking about football, and we almost forgot that we're there to to learn about football from from other speakers. And we had to run to our uh, designed room to 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 go to class. But That's him true. and I've been yeah. talking ever since. Good and, people, uh, man. He's a great dude, and I'm glad that I met him. Who else got two chips before thirty? Huh? What's no, man, dude, dude's big, doing What's big things that? in in Winsocket. You know, hey, I might have to give you a call. <laughs> Uh, what rule, um, Prescott? What rule did they say you violated? Um, there's no rule. So what they said is my private training was a violation of the Rhode Island Interscholastic League. I called the Rhode Island Interscholastic League, and they told me no, I did not violate such rule, and the school never even contacted them about it. So that narrative is now out the window. And support to uh, shout out to what Adam says too, from a six seed to a Super Bowl, you know exactly. And and not only that, being the sixth worst team in in the nation, you know, right before Coach Fulton took this team over, and the reward for your hard work and dedication was a firing. What a joke! Those kids played their hearts out for you, even when they got down early in the Super Bowl. And he's right; they never quit. They had a great, great time. You know, some in. in I gotta, I gotta say, this team. You know, we weren't the flashiest offense, but boy, we we gave it to them on defense. Um, I had a young team. Um, I got, I got a team that was, uh, you know, very raw. But what they did is they gave me everything they got. You know, I had a lot of first year uh, seniors, and you know, shout out to some of my players, Hunter Mumford and Logan Horse. I mean, they went out and got these players for us to have a good line, and they put the work in. And, you know, the playoff run, that could, regardless if I'm the coach there or not, um, they can't take that away from the players because that's what it's ultimately about. You know, they had a great run. You know, we, you know, we as coaches did the best that we could to, to put them in the right direction. But they're the ones that were working on the field, and they've done an amazing job. Um, six seed, the only six seed in Rhode Island is uh, Rhode Island in a scholastic league history to make it to the Super Bowl. We went on the road. As a six seed, we beat a third seed. Then we went on the road and beat a second seed and triple overtime. You know, something might, you know, regardless of, I know a lot of kids, are, a lot of players are upset, but, you know, that's what they can hang their hat on. That's what they can go into the season of 2002, uh, 22, sorry, and, and strive off of that and, and be happy of their accomplishment. And um, again, like I said, the players that I mentioned, uh, they're going to have to be the leader of the team and uh, really put everything together and get them going. Well, coach, I appreciate you coming on, um, being honest about the whole thing. You definitely had, you know, uh, a lot of supporters on here, except for uh, Smelly Clifford. Uh, <laughs> a clowns, you know, again, you know, that goes to show you that what type of people are out there. I'm here. Come see me. You know, um, who's this? I only played for one year for a coach. Yeah, Jason, I wish you came out and played. I missed you. Um, what does you know, that Jason. mean to you when you hear kids saying this and mm-hmm. and you hear the narrative, you know, uh, you know, all the way he talks to some kids or, or he did this, you know, uh, 
the foul language and, and it happens. And, you know, this is a tough, tough game. Uh, I remember back when, you know, like being younger football, you know, guy passes out a son or you tackle a guy, you're not kneeling down and holding hands. You know, we're kind of doing a dance around the guy. And uh, now you're forced to soften up. Well, you know, it, it it's a different time, but you still got to coach. You know, you can't be too soft. You can't be too hard. You got to, you know, you're not going to make everybody happy. So you're going to have a parent that just says, hey, you were hard on my kid. You're going to have another parent. Hey, you're not hard enough. Then you're going to have another parent to say, hey, you know, my, my player, my son should be at, at, at a different position instead of being happy that he's a starter. He puts a narrative together and he's mad that he's not another another player. So um, these, these are things that happen. I can't control it. But when I hear players, past players, um, come on and say good things, that's what it's about. This is why we coach. And, you know, to go back to Jason Clawson, you know, I did have him for one year. Uh, you know, I always wanted him to come back, but I never forced him. It was always on him. I let him have that decision. And, and I did miss him. I, I wish he came, but, you know, um, he, he was a pleasure to, to, to have, and I'm glad I met him and, and his family. They're, they're a, a nice bunch. And I want to let people know now, listen, send in to me or leave in a comment section. Let me know who the top 10 coaches is. I already had like 50 people participate Thursday night coming up. We're going to lay down the top 11 coaches in the state based on what y'all are saying mm-hmm. right now. A lot of people might be in there feelings let me tell you on that's gonna be thursday and we're gonna have uncle felix on with us from rhode island ranked uh and i think that's gonna be pretty pretty lit so uh definitely tune in for that but um you know and i know you'll be tuning in for that coach um you know, hopefully I'm, hopefully i'll pick maybe get one or two votes <laughs> oh wait a minute I guess the lesson here is that all snakes don't slither. Interesting to see where the EWG program goes from here. The real victims here are the athletes who gave their all to Cliff. The proof is all the athletes and parents shouting out Cliff on this podcast. Just remember what goes around comes around. Much respect to you, Cliff. And, you know, you heard what Emerson had to say the other day on on the podcast. Um you know, he wanted to come on and, you know, he had a lot of great things to say about you and shout out. And he brought up the missus, you know, all the work that that she does as well. You know, and, and that's, you know, that's one of the things that, you know, bothers me the most about what um, of what they did. Um, my wife puts in a lot that other people's wives don't. And she had to sacrifice you know, me being at practice, me being on Zoom meetings, me dealing with football, coaches meetings. Um, she's always afraid to put a heart and soul into it because of things like this. It happened before when we moved on, um, you know, from youth football, we went to high school. And and then, you know, this time she, she really kept her distance because she didn't want to get close to anybody. She didn't want to get that, that hurt. And last year, she finally did. She was in the stands, and there's parents that actually call her, which I didn't even know they had their number, each other's numbers. So she was really you know, opening up with blowing her walls down. And, um, you know, they made her cry. And, and, and I take that personally. You know, you, you don't do that. These are things that you don't do to people. But calmer you know, has a, has a way of showing its face. It may not show this year. It may not show two years. It may not show, you know, it's a two to three years. So, um, 
we'll see what happens. Um, I'm not worried about them. They're a bunch of nobodies. You, we talk about high school football. They're not in the they're not even good youth football coaches, definitely football coaches. So, um, but they just like Emerson said, they're snakes. Everybody knows about them now, and um, you know, uh, people will learn from it too. And um, you know, it's a less a lesson learned is, is what I have to say. I'm gonna miss you on the field, coach. Expect <laughs> coach senior. I'm gonna miss you. Um, coach senior was at EWG before me. He was there during my tender there, and uh, hopefully he stays. Hopefully they, they keep him on. You know, he's the first coach on the field. Um, he does wonderful things. So, you know, hopefully um, he does good. He continues to do good things there at EWG. Man, it's uh, – I'm sure you're going to land on your feet. I already know that, and uh, the panel let it no secret that they're hungry for you, um, <laughs> you know, but um, – <laughs> We'll see what ends up happening, you know. You know, um, I'm sure you'll have leave, a lot. Before we leave, you know, you know, I, I do got to say, um, you know, I, a lot of coaches did reach out and, and you know, not just support, but to have me join their staff. Um, I'm very humble about that because it happened a week ago. And when you broke the story, and you know, after you and I spoke, you broke the story. Um they, you know, Pana Gansett was the first one. I'm, I'm going to be honest with everybody right now. Pana was the first one and said, I want you. You're coming here. That's it. No hands down. You're coming to Pana Gansett and you're not, and you're not letting me leave. Um, a lot of coaches did reach out and um, I didn't want to make a decision and all the stuff from uh, EWG to settle down. I wanted to let the kids and the parents do what they wanted to do. If if there is a petition, you know, I'm giving them that opportunity because I don't want I don't want to turn my back on them kids or the parents if they're doing hard work and doing stuff in the background. Um, you know, I, I'm thinking nothing's going to take place of it, but you know, I tell them all the time if you if you think something's worth standing up for, do it. You know, stand up for it. Have your voice heard, even if it doesn't pan out. You know, for future references, don't sit back and and. Say, hey, I wish I could have done something. Go out there, do it, and um, and, and see what happens. And um, we'll just, you know, we'll take it day by day now. Another comment. Um, I was interested to know if the two coaches will offer a rebuttal on this platform since they have been called out. Hey, if they fail and they have proof, no, they we can do it. Hey, we can do that live. I mean, we can do it yo. at my house. We can do it in my backyard. And I'll I can come send on them the you. link right now. I can I got the link ready. Let's go. <laughs> you know what I mean, uh, but no, nah, I ain't trying to cause any any problems. But no, yeah, no, no listen, they no, have I'm something. Not, I mean, like it's what only fair, saying? right? It's only like yeah, like shit. Let's I have mean, a conversation. Let's talk about. I it. I told yeah. the superintendent, I you know, like if you like, what's going on? You know, at least answer my question. You know, um, and the superintendent would not get back to me um and i know a few other people that sent the superintendent an email so ewg parents call the superintendent you know if you're really curious to know what happened here you know go to the school board meeting and ask them say you know what i think you get like 10 minutes to speak and say i'd like to know what's going on with the ewg head coach situation why did you know a coach yet i got us to the super bowl why why is he um out of there but We'll and see now them. they know the truth. 
Now they know, wait a minute, that narrative doesn't make sense. Now they know the motives of the of the two coaches. Wow, wait, you you know, it don't make any sense until I expose their their personal agenda and why they were upset about it. So now a lot of the parents can under, you know take a look at for what it is and understand why they did it. And you know, I, I don't tell anybody what to do, um, but take it for what for what it's worth. And you know, I'm I'm big on character and um they obviously they don't have any, and uh, a lot of the parents, everybody in Rhode Island now knows uh, the truth. And you had a lot of great people supporting you. Um, you even had people from Coventry, um, Nick Cop's mom, Mrs. Cop. I met her at the at the banquet. You know, I I, I want to wish you know Nick, you know, good. You know, congratulations and good luck in his future endeavors. I did hear he's going, you know, playing some uh, football at a higher level. Um, I love hearing stories like that. Um, you know, the Coventry community, I was coaching there for nine years. So I do have a, a little bit of a tie there, but all the players that I coached are all moving on. So, but, uh, you know, much appreciated, much love for uh, everybody who, who's reached out. Um you know, there's nothing more I can say. I'm sorry. Uh, I wish this didn't happen to you, got to all of us. And but, you know, when you have snakes in the grass, like uh, Emerson. Somebody said. said um, someone brought up a point that how can two assistant coaches who lack so much knowledge in football have that much influence on a decision of a head coaching job? Great question. I don't know, but they had their personal agenda. And I guess if you complain enough, now remember, I had parents also complain. Um, and one of the parents was on top of the private training, uh, which we all know now was not a violation. But they and they are parents as well. So, yeah. you know, maybe them parents and a couple other parents get together um, and they come up with, with, with enough stuff to go to the school boards and some of these school boards like they don't want problems with some of these people you know i'm not saying in exeter i'm I'm not saying over there but um no they just went to the principal that's all and whether they're friends with them i i don't know you know i'm not from exeter west greenwich i don't know who knows who but that always plays a big part in it and um but you know here i am defending myself here i am eliminating all the narratives with truth speaking and and proof and exposing their personal agenda and why they were upset about it so the next uh, ewg school committee meeting is actually tuesday february 22nd at 6 p.m maybe some of these questions can be answered and and i know a lot of people stand up for um what what's their name stanton and roberts um and some people say that that they have good character, and and this just don't sound like what what they're hearing. And people are gonna say that. I don't know. I don't really. I don't you know. know I, I don't know them too. that well, but this is what I know of them. What they did um, speaks volumes. Now, there's other people that know them a lot longer than I do have, so they may have a different perspective of them. Um, my experience in two years are good and bad. There's times that they're good dudes, and um, I don't want to say that it's all negative. Uh, there's times that we had great conversations, we had good laughs. But when you do something like this, um, you know it's it's vindictive and it speaks more volume about volumes about your character. So um, this is what they did do, 
and um, they're more than welcome to come up here and, and try to deny it. They're more than welcome to come on this podcast and with me and deny their um, involvement and their uh, personal agenda. Uh, by all means, I can send them the text. I can send That's you the text. a fact, you know, um, that it had to be a civil conversation. Um, but yeah, I mean, but yeah, definitely no act, no finger for act accusations. I mean, you said that basically, uh, you could prove everything you said. Um, yep. You know, yeah. Of course, people are gonna back these guys up, like like um, like Ma. Shout out to him as, as well. You know, I love the interaction in the comment section. Uh, it's always good, and you're always gonna have, you know, some people are gonna be for it. Some people are gonna be. And that's fine. It, but that's it is fine. what it is. It's just yeah. um you know, and I and I and I got nothing I'm not gonna hold anything against anybody who, who says that they're good people. They know them more so than I do. Um I just I know them for two years, I know what they've done, and that's it. So um people might know them for 10, 15 years. So this may be a little shock to them, but they'll take the 10, 15 years over one year and that's it's understandable. I'm not I'm not mad at them. I, I mean it's fine. I just I'm speaking from my point of view of dealing with them for two years. There was a reason why I was firing them at the end of the season, which came highly recommended by quite a few people. And I I saw it. They must have saw it after our meetings. So it is what it is. Um, but the problem is it's you know at the end of the day, regardless, you know you know the kids get hurt because they they put their hard work into my program and they did everything that I asked them to do for the most part. Some of them didn't watch a lot of film, but that's okay. Um, you know, they're the ones that they get hurt because now they have to go into their senior, junior, sophomore year, learn a new system um, and, and trust a new coach. And it's tough to do, you know, kids just don't trust automatically. So that does take time. I didn't get instant trust when I got there. I had to earn it just as much as they had to earn mine. But uh, the kids at EWG, the kids that I've coached, uh, wonderful kids. They will give the new coach everything that they have, and uh, they will give them the opportunity to earn and, and get their trust because that's the type of young men that's, that's, that are over there. So, Yeah, this is all, you know, uh, very shocking. But shout out to my rebel people out there in South Kingstown. And he's right, politics and football suck. Kids only suffer. We need more great coaches. Exactly. But we seem to get rid of uh, the good ones we have, you know. And like I said, a lot of people said that if this was personal training, tough coaching, like it just don't seem like anything was. You know, the one done. one thing that hurts my feelings, Michael DiPietro called me soft. He said. He, he said did say was you were soft. soft. One thing that was brought up, right. And I almost forgot about this and I don't want to. People, oh, you know, you didn't ask him this. Uh, fundraising. You know, um, you fundraised this year early on in the season. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, I said, any questions you want? Yeah, ask him why. Why was there a need to fundraise again with them coupon books? And uh, did the school ask you to do that? And what's the deal with that? And, and where did that go? And I said, I think he'll definitely like to Great put question. the rest and answer that question. That's a great question. And well, they just want to make sure I had nothing to do with fundraising and stuff. Nope, and uh, it's a great question, and I'll be more than happy to answer it. Normally, we do three we do three fundraisers, um, and the reason we do three fundraisers, 
we're a big, we're a, we may be a big, small town, but it's so like everybody sits on five, 10 acre lot land. So, you know, you don't get into a community and then you can hit a whole bunch of houses for, for fundraising. So we don't really raise, you know, 30, 20, $15,000. We, we just don't. So what we do is any money that we receive, all the checks are written out to EWG football. That goes directly to the school. I am not on that account. I, I can't write checks. I can't use the credit card. That has nothing to do with me. And the reason why I always urge people to do EWG football is so when I collect any monies, I send it to the school. They make a deposit. And I know it does take a little while for some checks to, you know, to deposit because if I get it, I send it to them and it takes a little while. But that's, you know, that's the, how the system goes. Why do we do fundraising? We do banquets. We do T-shirts. Um, if you look at the trailer that's in the um, practice field, when I first got there, it was empty. It's full now. So I do buy uh, a lot of football equipment. I got to this program. We had $53 in there. Um, I'm sure there's probably a couple of thousand dollars. So when the new coach takes over, he's got a few thousand dollars um, that he could you know, build a program with. We had to, we had to buy new, um, not new headsets, but we had to buy um, the battery pack. We had to buy new batteries. So that's where all the fundraising money goes. We had to, you know, help uh, buy practice pants, game pants, overnight it because we had kids that were just really big kids and we ran out of equipment. So if you go through the school, it takes a little while. So we would just, hey, let's just buy this, buy it overnight. And um the school, what would happen is I would contact the school. The school will then use them funds to purchase um, anything that we need, and they keep all the receipts. So great question, though, um, and I hope I answered it, answered it for you. You know, I just wanted to get that out the way because, you know, that was brought up when I asked um, Great question. People, you know, any questions you want me to ask them, and, yeah, that would be a great question. Uh and I know the coupon books didn't go over well, but you know what I mean. That's not Definitely. a good deal anyway. But uh, well, you know, so, I mean, you know, speaking of that, we years pre-COVID, it was a card that you would go house to house and sell it. That was really big back in the day. Now it's a digital card, and that's where technology even leaves me a little bit. So you get if you get the grouping of my age, if they don't understand how to use it, they won't purchase it. So when we did that fundraising, it wasn't really a, a good one because not a lot of people that they went to to do the fundraising understood it, wanted it. So, you know, the second fundraising wasn't really that good. Um, and, and that happens. I should have went with the popcorn one like uh, like they, they suggested. I heard that's a really good one. So, um, but, you know, you live and learn on that too. Yeah, I actually have one of the old COD ones. Um, right? See, I would use that. I use that. <laughs> I got my EVT card. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, that was the one we used to do. This yeah. is my old Westerly one. Um, but I even think, like, even with a lot of local places, I even think the percentage for the COD company is, like, ridiculous on, on they these. Take, but... They take, like, 60, 70, you know, depending on what fundraising you do. So if you look at the total, hey, you, you raised – Five thousand dollars. Well, we raised five thousand dollars, but they took sixty. I mean, they took forty, sixty, eighty, depending on what fundraiser they take that. So, um, and 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 that's they have to make money. And remember, it's a business. Even though we're doing a fundraiser, 
it's a business for them. So they take a percentage and uh, they kick back to uh, to the school of what was left over. And, um, you know, again, I'm thankful for, you know, the fundraising that we do because these kids, you know, last year, they got hats, they got shirts, they got all these wonderful things. This year, you know, we spent, we spent, I don't know, two, three hundred bucks on trophies, um, plaques, T-shirts, you know, for every kid. We, we do pizzas, you know, so it, it does cost money, um, but that's why we do fundraising. And that's the reason why I always let the school handle it. I don't want to handle the money because of a question like that that comes up. Um, I can honestly say it goes right to the school. So, but great question. There's nothing wrong with it. That's what we're here for, you know, to talk about what other people won't talk about. And, uh, you know, shout out last week to Coventry uh, basketball program, Chalian program. They reached out to me. They said, can you help us spread the word? We want to offer our 50-50 raffle to the boys in the West Warwick uh, car accident. I said, yeah, great. Made a video three minutes later, sent it to them. The next day, West Warwick does the door prize the next game. They give the door money. To these kids and and i would challenge the league knowing that the playoffs are coming i would challenge all these schools to do the same donate your door money <laughs> ad's like dude donate your door money to these two kids that were injured because you, you know what like they're gonna need it this families are gonna need it um i wish them the best and i just wanted to uh say that shout out for coventry for uh kicking that off and really stepping up. And I believe $540 was raised at Coventry. And I think the winner also donated their half of the 500, their 550. So altogether over a thousand dollars was donated uh, to the, to the boys from West Warwick. And so I urge all the schools to either do your 50, 50, the door money, give it to these boys and their families. Absolutely. And what we did is we, uh, a few days ago, I posted up on the um, EWG parent board, uh, the GoFundMe for the two kids, and EWG community did help out. I don't know who did what, but I did hear some of the um, some of the EWG parents did, you know, donate to the GoFundMe um, account for them. So, you know, EWG is a great community. You know, when stuff like this happens, they're more than well, they're more than happy to help out. They also, you know, gave blood. They gave, you know, they they generally are a great people and they want to help out. So, you know, shout out to the EWG community that did help out, whether you gave money to the GoFundMe account that I posted up or you gave money or you gave blood. So, you know, thank you for that. I think definitely, you know, Pontagan Chikosha, we are praying for the boys and their families. Um, yeah, definitely. It, it's horrible. When that happens and, yeah. um, you know, they're going to have a tough recovery uh, ahead of them. So they need all the help they can get. So, I mean, what is giving your dog money, you know, a couple hundred bucks for the night, you know, give it to these families um, in the long run. And I think, I don't know if they still needed blood, plasma. Um, yeah, definitely help them kids out because it's definitely a shame. Absolutely. Well, Coach, thank you. It's it's been a long night. It's it's been a um, you know, you kind of set the record straight. Yeah, you told truth, and um, we'll see what happens. You, you know, but I'm sure we're gonna see you on the sideline this season. You will um, see me on the sideline this season. Uh, there's no doubt about it. You know, 
things like this, you, you learn from it. And uh, they won't, you know, I won't let them take anything from me. I'll be another head coach. Uh, I'll be um, on a sideline, you know, again this week, this year. Um, do you have an idea who will be the next? I'm sorry. Um, I, I don't know who will be the, um, the new head coach. Um, once it's posted, there's a process in which takes place. So um, I can only assume and, you know, it probably wouldn't be uh, right of me to assume because that's not the right information. But um, I, I'm sorry. I don't know who, who the next head coach is going to be. But, I, be, I, you know, I will be on the sidelines uh, this year. That I can guarantee. Um, I've been offered, and um, I've also been threatened to stay to, to to go to that program. So we we will see. I I will make the announcement here. And um, again, you know, um, a, a big shout out to every every coach that offered me a position, every coach that just called me and just wished me the best, and emailed me. You know, I got a lot of love for you guys. Uh, it was a, a large amount. And uh, I'm very humble for it. Uh, I also want to say, you know, good luck. Congratulations to Coach Dunbar over there in Vegas representing 401. If my cousin, Paulie Dalvecchio, if you're listening, you're at Vegas. My boy, Coach Dunbar's down there. Hook him up with some Paulie D. Yeah, because uh, he's in Vegas. But, um, you, know, shout, you know, shout out to Coach Dunbar. Um, you know, you're doing, you know, doing wonderful things, putting 401 on the map with, uh, with Breakthrough. So uh, hopefully, you know, you can, um, you know, represent us good, come back with a championship. Uh, was that Matt Close? Hopefully an honor. If there is a petition, get it over to me. We'll share the link and uh, we'll go from there. Um, and also, um, Mike DePietro, thank you, Coach, for coming forward to face the accusations and telling your side you're not one of the faces hiding. And uh, so, you know, Shout out to Mike DiPiccio. He's always been pretty much straight up going to tell you how it is. You know, I, I, I got a lot of respect for, for uh, Mr. DiPiccio. You know, something in, he's right. You know, there, there, there was accusations and here I am facing it. And, um, you know, shout out to him for, for doing that. Why Any idea the, why the parents complain about private training if it's legal? That's dumb. Any idea why? Yeah. So because I, there was one parent who complained that if he's going to pay, he wants his kid to start. And I'm, I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't guarantee that. When I do private training, it's to help out with techniques and fundamentals. It's to help that kid get better throughout the course of the training. But in no way, shape, or form does it mean that you're getting a starting job. No way, shape, or form is you're going to get this training and it's going to be give you the advantage over another person. Uh, that parent was not happy. Uh, that other kid was getting the training and was not happy that I would not accept payment because he would assume or want his kid to be named the starter. I, I, I wouldn't do it. And that's why he complained. And that's why he wasn't a client. And you recently, and then you said, you know, you said, this is it. You know, I can't do this any, anymore, you know. but um, Well, it, it got, you know, the, the timing stopped. But coincidentally, that same parent that complained and was mad about it, I trained his kid for the past month on Zoom for free in a position in which he was going for. So, again, when, when people do stuff behind your back and you're still doing the good things that you normally do, um, it's, it's unfortunate that these things happen, but 
you know, it won't, it won't stop me from doing what I love to do. They can't hold me down. I won't let them hold me down. They're not good enough to hold me down. And uh, I'll be on the sideline doing what I love to do. And they're exposed. And that's what this, this platform is for. And people who will look at them will know them, you know, to look at them. And this is what you are. And uh, they can't hide from it. So Definitely. I appreciate it. And don't forget, people, um, get me in your list of your top 10 coaches soon. We already got like 50 people around football, coaches, fans that sent their list. And we're going to talk about it Thursday with Uncle Felix. You really got to check that out. Am I still on the list? Might not be happy. Are you still on the list? That's confidential. I can't tell you that. (laughs) You know what I mean? (laughs) I can't tell you that. Uh, You know? That's great. You're going to have to tune in, you know? Tune in to find out Thursday, uh, right about 8 o'clock. Yeah, Coach, thank you. Um, Good luck. You know, I'm sure we'll see you around the football field. Um, Thank you for everything. Oh, there was another question here. Why was his son getting training from you then if he thought what he thought? Great question. Um, I have no idea. But the kid asked me, and I trained him. You know, I'm not going to turn the kid down. I always tell the kids, if you reach out to me and you want to go on Zoom and you want to get a little better, absolutely. And we're not in football season, um, but if you wanted to go up on Zoom, it's free. You know, uh, my wife doesn't get home to, you know, home from work until about 5. I get home about 3. Let's go on the Zoom and, and let's do some work. And uh, he got it for about a month. Uh, maybe I missed a day due to due to uh, personal reasons. Um, you so know, this only mom. went on for a couple of weeks. Um, I, it was about a mo- about three weeks that um, that I was training uh, training his son. Uh, go not training his son, but doing some Zoom meetings, going over expectations as a quarterback. That's what he was going to um, to go for. And you know, if anybody who knows my system. You know, I don't give you a a position. You got to earn it. You know, even if you were the quarterback or the halfback or the lineman last year, you still have to go out there and you you have to earn it. You know, there's open competition, and you know he didn't like the open competition. I mean, I can't. The, I anything I could do did not satisfy this parent unless I put his kid as, in the starting position. Both his kids were actually starting in a different position and playing very well, but that wasn't good enough. He wanted the one kid to um, to be the starting quarterback, and he just lost the competition to uh, to a better quarterback. And unfortunately, this is what happens. Um, but you know, I, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna stop doing what I'm doing, and I'm gonna continue to uh, move forward. I'm gonna continue to learn and do what I do best. I'm gonna coach football. Well, thank you, Coach, for being honest. Um, I wanted to give you the chance to come on here, and I want to ask you the questions that everybody wants to know. I didn't want anybody to think I was being biased in any way, and I think you answered every question. Um, well, that's I why I waited. You know, that, that you and I talked. That's why I waited a week. I wanted the dust to settle. I wanted the questions to be to be asked, to be written down. I wanted the lies to come out. I want the narratives. I wanted all that to come out so that I can tell my side of the story. I can tell my side of the story 
the way that I actually speak because I think a lot of people respect that I'm very honest and I'm blunt. I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm moving my hands as I'm talking to you now. I'm Italian, but um, I, I just, I don't hide from anything and I don't hide behind a computer. I don't hide, you know, behind grass. I'm up front and uh, I challenge anybody who wants to challenge me to do the same uh, because here I am. And that's just my character. That's just who I am. And I, I call people out when they do wrong and they did wrong and they got called out. And so didn't the parents. So that's how very much. And if I could remind everybody, you want to stay close to football. They definitely need officials. Reach out to Emerson Kilgore and he'll give you the information that you need. But, it's getting late. My daughter just said it's time. We got to do that. But listen, big shout out to um, Coach Fall and everything you was able to accomplish at EWG. Everybody on this team knows that that really what you guys did, not only the coach, what the kids did was historical. Um, the only six seed in interscholastic league history and people say, oh, yeah, big deal. But you know what? It is a big deal because it was never done before so um salute to that you guys can definitely always remember that and uh we're gonna be here all season you know um if you want to support or sponsor it uh that'll be great too um it's not easy doing this but this is here for all coaches and i welcome all coaches no matter what state you are in if you want to come on and do post-game interviews um you know Promote your kids, you know, get them into college. Um, they may not admit it, but they definitely, they listen. They may not say it, but they listen to Mikey. I'll tell you what, your podcast is everywhere. I said this six years ago when I was your first um, guest. You and I, you know, you and I go way back. That's not a secret. Um, but, you know, you and I had many conversations. And I said, you know, everybody listens to your podcast because, just like your podcast says, you keep it real. You know, you and I are friends, but when I, you know, when there's controversy, you put me to the wall, and you rightfully so. So anybody who says you're not transparent uh, doesn't know you, doesn't watch your show enough, and they should learn how to watch your show. So Yeah, definitely. And uh, shout-out to Rally Point, uh, West Pennington. Shout-out to all the coaches that come on. Shout-out to Stanley Dunbar down there doing the breakthrough thing in Vegas. He got – some of the best road, 19 of the best Rhode Island football players out there doing their thing right now. They landed this afternoon sometime. Um, we're definitely going to get Dunbar on in the next day or so. Uh, but salute to them down there doing their thing. Uh, Stanley needs to come back with that chip. You know what I'm saying? The seven-on-seven seven Mecca tournament. Absolutely. Last thing I want to say, Mikey. Um you know, my time went uh, excellent with Greenwich. I, I want to thank all the parents. I remember my first day coaching there. There was basically no fans. Um, to the last day I was there, the place was packed. They showed me nothing but love, respect, and cookies. <laughs> you know, they, they fed the coaches very well. So um, I want to thank every parent. Cookies. <laughs> you know, I'm telling you, there's, a, there's a parents that can, that can bake. Um, but they're truly – all kidding aside, they're truly wonderful people. Um, you know, I'm sorry this has happened to you, um, but it's happened to all of us. But thank you to to all the people who, who showed me love and support. Thank you for opening your arms and, and, and accepting me in. 
thank you to the past players. Thank you to the my current players. And uh, I wish you the best of luck. And even though I'm not coaching there no more, um, you anything you need, you know, my door is always open. Give me a text, shoot me a call. I'll answer any questions and help you out in any way that I can. Um, yes, coach, oatmeal raisins. I know. Um, you know, I'm gonna miss the parents. Um, you know, the one, the ones that like me. That is, because um, they're truly, truly. Most know, of them seem to like you. I mean, from like there's a couple. There's a couple that don't, and and you know, I'm okay with that. You know, I'm, you know, I'm, you know, I'm not gonna satisfy everybody. But yeah, it's supposed to be liked by everybody. No, no. So, but uh, thank you, uh, Mr. Schofield. I'm gonna miss you as well. Um, you know, it, it is heartbreaking if, you know, and I, I don't want anybody to think that I am not going to miss EWG. I'm not going to miss the kids. Um, yeah, I do. And where I end up next year, um, I mean, this year, this upcoming season, you know, Mikey, I, I will let you know. Um, a lot of people say I look good in green. So um, we'll see what happens. You know, and, uh, you know, a lot of people say this. You did a phenomenal job with all the kids over there. Eddie WG. Um, Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. You know, some the kids, you know, so I, I coach good um, and the kids play for that. You know, there, there's a reason why we were in the playoffs. There's a reason why we were very competitive. If I was a bad coach, if I just yelled at them, treated them badly, uh, they wouldn't perform. So, you know, if I didn't adapt to some of their styles this past year, uh, we wouldn't have had as many kids. But the reason that we are successful is because I coach the right way. And just the success of the program and what the kids do is the reason, you know, to, to, to believe in what I say, because if anybody knows anything about football, if the kids are not having fun, if the kids are being treated badly, they quit or they pay, they play poorly. The fact that they're always excited, they're happy and they play their hearts out, um, you know, speaks, speaks more volumes than the people who, who lie. I got a couple messages. Uh, tell them to say green. Tell them to say green. Green uh, looks good. I don't know. <laughs> but, uh, you know, but salute to you. Salute to all the programs out there. And if you're a high school out there, you want to promote your program, man, uh, give me a call. Uh, we're also going to have. Right? Yeah, there he is. There's your green. Uh, but we're also going to have a lot of the scout kids on this season. I want to try to pick up the scout players because I don't think they get a lot of love we're gonna have a, all the same coaches are coming back this year and we're gonna see if we can get a couple more coaches um on that list uh we have some new sponsors coming in um shout out behind the pads doing that thing breakthrough uh what coach dunbar is doing you know salute to um everything going on and and you know coach said earlier that he could back up everything pretty much he said so um it is Absolutely. what it is and, and, and thank you for the petition. You know, the parents, and, and I'm getting Texas too, uh, parents and players have a petition going on, and, and that speaks volumes um, as well. So, you know, you'll thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, again, I'm here for you, and um, I, I want to see you go as far as you want to go with that. Go to the board. Fight for what you believe in, not, not just for me, not for my coaching ability, but fight and stand up for what you truly believe in. And that will make me uh, very happy because it's, it's really about the parents. It's about the kids. It's, it's not about me. What happened is way bigger than, than me, way bigger than football. So, you know, um, I'm excited to see, you know, what the final result comes of that. And 
You know, luckily we're only in February, so that's a good thing. You know, but all right, man, coach, thank you. I really appreciate it. And you're always welcome to come on. And um, all right, we'll talk to you soon. Mikey, can't appreciate you enough. Thank you for all that you've done. And we need you. Um, so anybody who's listening, you know, I, I urge everybody to sponsor them, whether it's five, 10, a thousand, whatever you can afford. Um, <laughs> this is the reason why uh, Mikey's needed to give uh, to give voices to, to coaches and to get players, you know, next year, let's get some players on here. Let's get them some notoriety. I know Mikey would love to do it, but let's, let's all help them out. And um, again, once again, I, I appreciate all the coaches that reached out. I appreciate all the, the parents and the players and uh, much love and much respect. Thank you. And also don't forget, go to fanatics and buy Xavier Truss's Jersey right now. Xavier Trust gets a percentage of the proceeds. Um, so we got to support our own. So go to Fanatics, I believe it is. I don't have the website in front of me, but I know Xavier Trust is Jersey now, Georgia Bulldogs. He will get a percentage of that. So definitely let's support our own, especially if our own is going to get a piece of the action. But uh, Coach, thank you, and we'll talk to you very soon. Um, keep right. up, baby. All right, Coach. Thank you. Have a good one, Mike. Thanks. All right. Bye. Coach Fulton came on and pretty much um, said his piece. He wanted to set the record straight. And I know some people are wondering, like, if you know, that the people he mentioned, you, you know, and, and these were his opinions, you know, um, did him wrong. And he feels he could back up them accusations. Um yeah, I mean, I appreciate him coming on, being honest, and this is what we're here for, you know, um, just to set the record straight because it's if this did happen, you know, um, it's not right. You know, the school had plenty of chances to speak up. They were very, very quiet about it. Uh, and when they did speak up, they said that uh, RIL rule were violated. I don't know, but... Thank you, everybody. Um, if you want to be a guest on the show, you already know I appreciate it. Uh, we'll talk to you soon, people. Um, basketball brackets are going on right now. Go up to all them kids. Definitely stay safe. You want to be a guest, hit me up for sure. Good luck, breakthrough down in Vegas. Nervous with butterflies in your stomach. Don't try to intimidate me. You couldn't scare me with lip. I'm spontaneous, small, dangerous, fancy and quick. My trainer told me to work. He ain't prepared me to quit. I'm the only captain who's sailing the championship. championship. I, I gotta hold down the city. Gotta let you know where I come from. I gotta hold down the city. Gotta let you know. Let you know. Gotta hold down the city. <laughs> Gotta let you know where I come from. Can we keep it real podcast network? Shout out to Can We Keep It Real Pod Podcast and Network. Appreciate it. I just step and do my own dance. I ain't rocking shit else. I want my own brand. Ball game everything. Ball game snapback. Ball game V-neck. Ball game back now. Ball game sticks to the seats of the Cadillac. Looking to throw, Avila Santos catches, caught, they flip it to a lineman, who's in?
they don't kill him. That's what they On the track, here, put you on the map. Oh, it's like that, hey, yeah, it's like that, hey. And I got a contract, it's a max, hey. Since I got in contact, she attached when I saw my first deal. That came through a 